Let's talk uh, a little bit about the ABCs of school marks. Now, last week, the Ministry of Education announced changes to high school report cards. Students in grade 8 and 9 will no longer be given letter grades and percentage uh, percentages for marks starting next year. Instead, students in their first two years of high school will be given a description on a four-point provincial proficiency scale to indicate how they're doing in class. So instead of ABCs, uh, you would get emerging developing, proficient, or extending. Uh, letter grades have already, of course, been phased out at the elementary school level. Joining me, to talk, joining me now to talk a little bit about letter grades versus, versus proficiency scales is Clint Johnson, president of the BC Teachers Federation. Clint, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me on, Doug. I saw this, uh, the, the news story last week. We were so busy with other news stories, we couldn't get to this issue. But I think it's an important one and one that I think we need a, a broad conversation about. First of all, are you supportive of, of not having grades for grade 8 and 9? Uh, yeah, we're, we're supportive of the changes that have come about in the reporting order uh, in terms of moving to that proficiency scale. Um, our members have been involved in that work and in developing um, the new reporting order uh, along with others in the, in the system, obviously. So we are supportive of the changes that are coming forward. Um, there's issues we have about whether they're going to be properly supported and, and the educational pieces and the training is going to be there to make sure everybody understands it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're supportive of the changes for sure. Why is this better? I mean, we're, we always make changes to make things better. Why is this better? Well, I think, uh, first of all, it's really important, I think, to to make sure there's a clear, um, clear understanding of the difference between assessment and reporting because this order is literally just about reporting. It just says, how do we report out um, where a student is at to the, uh, to the student and to their parents. That's what this says. It doesn't say anything about changing how we actually assess and understand where a student is at. So I think that's important because it can get conflated about we're going to change how we decide where a student's at, and that's not going to change. Um, so I think this is, is better in that hopefully it gives parents a, a contextual understanding that learning is on a spectrum. And I know people are used to letter grades, um, but, you know, you go from a B to an A. Well, that's a 1% difference, half a percent difference. Um, so I think uh, suggesting that the current system we have is ideal it isn't true or accurate. I think it's just the one we understand. So obviously there's going to be some discomfort when we change. Mm-hmm. And, and, and correct me, if, maybe educate me, correct me if I'm wrong, but educate me on this. <laughs> In some school districts, they're already doing this, but they may have... Um, uh, maybe not have a grade, but they'll have use a, these these skills of emerging, developing, proficient, or extending, but they also may have a number. You know, your, your son or daughter is proficient, hence they have a 79% in the class. Others may already be there, or the other ones uh, in other schools, are they maybe already doing the old-fashioned way, which is grades plus a letter? It's, it's sort of all over, is it not? Yeah, and I, I appreciate you raising that. It is a little bit all over right now, and that's one of the things that we've been concerned about and talking to the ministry about is that it, it, the more there's differences across problems like that, the more confusing it can be for parents who understandably talk to friends and family around the province. So um, we'd like it to be uniform. You know, we think this is a good way to report out, and we think that if there's proper education, they've produced some um, documents for parents to understand better already the ministry, which is good. Um, and then when everybody is on board and understands it well, uh, the ideal place, obviously, is for parents and teachers to be getting together and talking about this, mm-hmm. explaining the scale and understanding what it means for their child. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to parents? Say, look, uh, you're, we're, we're educating these kids and getting them ready for, for life in a very competitive world. 
And if a child is given a, a C plus and they have 70%, they know they have to work harder uh, to get to that B or to that A, that it just, uh, you know, it, 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 gets them ready for the real world because the real world isn't about, you know, emerging, developing, proficient or extending. It's about, hey, you're an A employee, you're a C plus employee, we're going to hire the A employee. That there is there is a pecking order in life, that there is competition in life. It's not easy. And achievement is measured uh, sometimes sub- subjectively, but it is measured. And we need to be readying these kids for the real world. Well, I, there's a few pieces there that I, would, I wouldn't necessarily agree with everything you've said. There certainly can be competition in the world, but I don't think everything is graded on a, a scale that's as cut and dry as an A and B and C. And I would suggest that there's also a pretty diverse range of skills needed for a child. To be clear, we're not preparing them just for the work world. That is not the goal of education. We're preparing them to function in the world as a whole, which requires a lot of skills that are not uh, A, B, C, type of skills you know how do they manage themselves how do they manage their relationships how are they going to interact with others in society and, and ensure that they are uh, secure safe and comfortable and happy individuals uh, you know you get to workplaces and that can be competitive um, but likewise uh, you know you just mentioned there's an a b or c employee well how do we measure that you know when you're hiring someone i've interviewed a lot of individuals and um, other than the grades they may have gotten in some school uh, there's not a lot that actually is A, B, or C. You speak to an individual, you look at their experience, and you make a, an overall understanding of who that person is and what skills they bring and how they'll fit in. Um, so in, in a sense, I would argue that this is actually more reflective of that, is that we're looking at the whole student, um, seeing what their skills are, seeing where they need to continue growing, uh, and seeing how they can fit into the world in a way that's good for them and good for society. Mm-hmm. Now, this is for the first two years of high school. Um, would you like to see this... Uh, eventually move towards grade 10, 11, and 12 then? Uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say we, we feel this is a good way to, uh, to report out and that it could move into 10, 11, and 12. Um, you know, there's an interface with post-secondary institutions right now that uh, can is a little bit difficult. It would require a lot of conversation about how to make that work. Um, it does work in some other jurisdictions already, so we know it can be done. But uh, we think it's a good way to report out and that it would be good to have it move into the 10, 11, and 12. Um, as long as we can make sure that there's continuity so that students uh, still know where they're at and institutions can accept them and, and support them and help them get the education at the post-sec educa- institution if they're going there, that they need. Right now, though, post-secondary institutions are still the traditional ABCD percentage. I mean, they may look at experience, they may look at extracurricular activities when they want, when students are applying for post-secondary institutions. But right now, the system, I'm going to assume, is not geared towards uh, the proficiency uh, uh uh, scale. No, you're, you'd be correct in that. Primarily, they still rely on those types of assessments, although you've, you've mentioned a valuable thing, which is they are moving to a more holistic view of a student, mm-hmm. um, which I think is good because uh, we all need to understand that different individuals have different strengths and some people don't show uh, how good they are at something in a very structured uh, school setting. That's not everyone's forte. Even though they may have the skill sets, it might not be where they can show it and how they can show it. Um, so they are moving to much more looking at a whole student and what they bring and, and how they will be able to help them uh, get their education. But right now they do rely quite a bit on those grades, and that's the piece that would need some work to make sure it flowed smoothly. When it comes to uh, elementary school and grade in 8-9, moving forward, where does BC fit in regards to what the rest of Canada does uh, and what other states do in the U.S.? 
You sorry. So you're asking in terms of elementary versus high school. Type or of, no, just uh, elementary. We're moving to this proficiency scale for grade eight nine. Yeah. What are other yeah. provinces or other states doing in regards to grading students? Uh, I wouldn't want to speak definitively on the U.S. for sure. And and frankly, I'll be blunt. I don't I don't necessarily want to compare a lot to the U.S. education system these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I know across Canada there are very different uh, practices going on. I know there's jurisdictions, uh, parts of Ontario and such, that are moving like we are um, to this type of reporting out. And I think it's really important to keep saying that the reporting out, not the assessing. That's not changing. Um, but I know there's other areas that are sticking with a much more traditional as well. So this is tending to be the way that um, education is moving in general. Uh, but you're right that it's still a mixed bag across Canada. And, I, and my questions also come as a, as a, as a dad of a grade 9 student uh, uh, who, of course, <laughs> was, went through the school system when, when we were doing it the old-fashioned way. So even when I'm looking yep. at some of these uh, proficiency skills, I, which my son's school has, I, I, I have to really make sure I'm paying attention to make sure exact, get a good sense of exactly where uh, uh, my son is at. And, and, but also it means you know making sure you're interacting with their individual teachers and talking to them and, and I got to tell you, so far they've been really great to deal with and 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 been very helpful uh, in regards to giving a sense of of, of where uh, you know our son is, and I'm sure others other kids are as well. So it's 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 a it's a different way of look at things, looking at things, that's for sure. And I guess we as parents have to get used to it. We're we're almost there, but I think eight nine is is I guess the, is the is the new frontier. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the way you've put that. And uh, also, by the way, appreciate that you're having good inter interactions with your kids, teachers. That's great. I have five children uh my third one's finishing this year two are done and two are still in school this will affect one of my children mm-hmm. um and i think that's it you've really hit it on the head is that the actual value and understanding your student has, is interacting with their teacher uh, when you can and asking questions and having conversations because even you know we all like that quick glance oh i get a uh, get a report card it's all b's and a's uh, maybe a c plus uh, they're all fine right mm-hmm. but that's not always the case so the more conversation we can have um with their teacher uh, and hopefully that's what this does. It gets people to learn. And I, it is going to be a learning curve for parents. There's no doubt about that. But yeah. I'm confident they can. And I'm confident at the end of the day, it's going to lead to a deeper and better understanding of the, the strengths of their child and how to support them in the areas that they do need some support in. So, yeah. Clint, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jess. Really appreciate having me on.